0: The all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM.
1: Good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live on this Wednesday. It is hump day. We did not do a show yesterday. We're so happy to be back at it today. Had a little family issue that we had to take care of. Everything's okay. Everyone is okay. Just a small, minor little hiccup that caused us not to be able to do yesterday's show. But we should be. Knock on wood. Good to go for the rest of the week. We've got a fun Wednesday show planned today. Hope everybody sits back. Uh, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put the headphones in, get your work keyboard out, and we're going to be working together for the next 90 minutes, being productive together, filling you in on everything happening in the local high school sports scene and as well as college and pro and everything of the sort. In the next segment of the show, we're going to go to someone who we've never had on this show before. That would be St. Edmund head football coach James Shiver. You guys are saying, why the hell is he having St. Edmund's head football coach on? Of course, you remember that's who South LaFouche is playing on Friday. We'll give a rundown of what St. Edmunds is going to bring to the table and some things Coach Shiver's hoping to see as his team travels to Galliano to take on the Tarpons. At noon, speaking of the Tarpons, it's Wednesday, so that means that Wednesday at noon we're going to B.J. Young, South LaFouche High School football team, for his weekly interview here on Play by Play. Ask Coach Young about some things his team's looking to clean up after the Jamboree in hopes of having a clean Week 1 victory they hope victory over St. Edmund. 1215, Taylor Griffin, our broadcast partner here on Coastal Broadcasting coverage of high school basketball. He'll be joining us. We'll talk with the turtle about high school football. We'll talk to him about the start of the season for LSU and Nichols and maybe a little Saints. And, you know, Taylor and I, we're going to talk a little wrestling too, as we'll have him on at 1215. Then 12 30, we go to our mailbag. We've got questions from you all that we'll get answered. People were asking us, about, asking us about LSU football, high school football, uh, live golf, and everything in between. We'll get all those things answered. And then at the bottom of the show, we'll get our betting picks and hopefully make you guys a little bit of cash. We've been in fuego on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash buy underscore you the letter U, sports. Buy underscore you the letter, sports. Um, <clears throat> we've been cruising, man. 4-0 two nights ago, like 4-1 and or 5-0 and last night. We've been cruising. August, we have made people a lot, a lot of money, uh, which is always the goal. So we're just a couple days away, not even a couple days away. We're one day away, literally, um, from having high school football. Um, we're one day away from teeing it up and rocking and rolling. First, before we get into that middle school football tonight, LCO against Bayou Blue over at Central Lafouche High School. Hopefully, they could get that game in. I'm looking out the window right now. It's bright and sunny. Everything's looking good, but guess what? Yesterday, this time, it was bright and sunny, and it was looking good, and the skies fell at 6 o'clock. I was trying to go watch East Thibodeau and Lockport yesterday. Lightning delay, and then they ended up having to wash it because the skies just fell, and I understand that the game between E.D. White and 6th Ward was the same, so there were two middle school postponements yesterday. Um, but tonight, we're hoping to get LCO against Bayou Blue and over at Central Lafouche. Tomorrow, we have three games on our local schedule. Uh, two of them are in the area one of them is now outside of the area. You got HL Bourgeois against Lafayette. That'll be at Tom B. Smith Stadium. You got Thibodeau and Lutcher, which will be at Thibodeau High School. And then Homa Christian, uh, their coach, Coach Terrio, announced today, actually told us today, they've moved their season opening game against Highland Baptist, which was scheduled for tomorrow at 7 at their place, to New Iberia High School. So Homa Christian has to suck it up and go on the road in week one because simply they've got a grass field and it rains every single day and they were going to torch and destroy their field if they played on it. So they are moving the game outside of the area. That will now be at New Iberia High School. Uh, so home Christian and Highland Baptist will be doing battle there. The schedule on Friday, you got Central Lafourche and John Curtis, Terrebonne and South Terrebonne, Ellender and Helen Cox, Assumption, Wait, that ain't right. That says Assumption versus Helen Cox. That's not right. Um, so I have a misprint in my own story. Assumption versus Donaldsonville. Um, and then let's read the rest of the schedule as I correct uh, correct my bugaboo. South LaFouche versus St. Edmund. Vanderbilt versus E.D. White. Covenant Christian versus Thrive Academy. So that's our week one schedule. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, there are a lot of things on both days, Thursday and Friday, that we're looking forward to seeing. There's going to be a lot of good football being played. Let's start with Thursday night. I think that Thibodeau and Lutcher is going to be the game of the week in our area, period, point-blank, period. I think that they're going to be athletes all over that field. If, and it's a big if, and we've asked Coach Chris Duga about this if for the last month, if they could slow down the Lutcher quarterback, um, big, fast, strong, athletic mule of a runner, if they could slow him down, I think Thibodeau is going to be out front and have a great opportunity to win this football game. If they can't, It might be a long night. I could see this one being high scoring, but I could see also both defenses maybe having a leg up as both teams are excited about their defenses. I'm expecting a big crowd over at Thibodeau High School for this one, and I think the winner of this game, whichever team that it's going to be, is going to get a big leg up and a big jolt of momentum, carry them forward into the rest of their season. That's a big football game on Thursday night. Also a big football game on Thursday night, is HL Bourgeois and Lafayette. That one will be over at Tom B. Smith, as we said a minute ago. Bourgeois uh, coming off of a playoff season, but you're facing some Lafayette athletes now. Lafayette High School had a nice season last fall. I mean, they beat Karen Crow, and like they're competing with some of the biggest of the big dogs. I think you would lean, lean towards saying HL Bourgeois is going to be an underdog in that game. But you know what? They were an underdog last year when they beat East St. John, too. They were an underdog last year whenever they you know beat uh, Terrebonne and some of the other schools that they beat. So they thrive on kind of being that team that comes from underneath. We'll see if they'll be able to make some things happen there as HL Bourgeois is going to be taking on Lafayette. And then also we got Homa Christian and Highland Baptist. Again, that will be over at Nish. For Homa Christian, uh, we had Coach Terrio on earlier in the week. It's going to just be a matter of getting the guys to stay out on the field. They struggled in the jamboree with you know guys going down to cramping or whatever it may be. Highland Baptist is a beatable opponent for Holman Christian. It'll just be a matter of keeping the dudes on the field, keeping everybody in the right positions, and uh, give yourself a chance in the fourth quarter and go make it happen. Friday, we got some good ones on Friday as well. Central Lafourche and John Curtis is going to be a runaway. John Curtis is going to beat the holy hell out of Central Lafourche. That's just the way it is. That's not a diss to Central Lafourche because John Curtis would beat the holy hell out of just about everybody in this area. That's just a kind of a poorly scheduled game, and the person who scheduled the game is no longer at the school. So it is what it is. John Curtis is going to likely beat Central LaFouche badly on Friday. We, we all understand that at this point. Terrebonne and South Terrebonne is going to be a very competitive game, much like Thibodeau and Lutcher. I think the winner of that catapults themselves, gets some momentum. Ellender and Helen Cox expect a lot of points, a shootout. Both teams have athletes. Both teams have guys who could get in space and make some things happen. Assumption in every sport, every sport, is kind of the great unknown. They're in our area and they're in our listening area and they're in our local districts, but they're just far enough on the outskirts away that we don't get enough reporting or information from out there as we do the other places. You hear reports that, okay, in their scrimmage against Central Lafouche, you know, they maybe didn't look all that good. And Central Lafouche at times maybe had their way with them. But then you see, okay, in the Jamboree, they only fall 14-0 to Santamon, who like we know usually is a power in 5A, so that's probably not a bad result. They're taking on a Donaldsonville team in week one that was really good and really explosive last season. That's going to be a fun and interesting score to follow. Very interesting score to follow to see how Assumption fares in that one. Then, of course, we got South LaFouche against St. Edmund, a game you'll be able to hear right here on 102.7 FM KLEB. Vanderbilt and E.D. White, heavyweight slugging, you know, slugfest between two teams. They're going to be so physical. And then CCA against Thrive Academy. I actually would favor CCA pretty heavily in that matchup with Thrive Academy as they're going to try to roll and get to 1 0 to start their year. Let's catch a break. But before we do, a little programming, a little housekeeping. We'd like to thank the Blue Boot Foundation, Southland Dodge, and HOMA, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. How about Do Friend Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs? Buzz Off, the only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organizations. And then also, a reminder join us Friday night for varsity high school football coverage. This Friday, South Lafouche against St. Edmund. Our broadcast is sponsored in part by 3T Oil, Lady of the Sea General Hospital, State Bank and Trust Company, Advanced Eye Institute, State Form Agent Ashley Barrios, Danos, Golden Motors and Tanner McGee for Judge Court of Appeals. And then tune in after the game, oh, about 10, 15 minutes after the game for a new program here on Coastal Broadcasting. After the Lights, Coach Brian Kale and myself will break down all of the action in our area as we break down what happens in week one, who moves and who shakes in week one. That is sponsored by Grand Isle Shipyard. After the Lights, we thank GIS for their support, and we hope to put a good product out there for our listeners to enjoy. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Coach Shiver here on KOEB, breaking down what St. Edmunds going to bring to the table in Galliano on Friday night. We'll be right back after this.
2: Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection. Or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000.
3: Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving LaFouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators. For the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins, Onan, and many more. Industrial power systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano.
4: Guaranteed.
6: Wrestling has more
1: than one royal family. The question that I have been asked probably more so than any other question over the last several weeks is, yo, Casey, what's up with the St. Edmund team? And I said, you know what? We'll figure it out together because we're going to have their head football coach, Coach James Shiver, on the line now. Coach, good morning, man. How are you?
7: I'm doing great. How y'all doing?
1: Doing great, man. Look, you guys are coming in on Friday, taking on South Lafouche. You'll be able to hear the game right here in 102.7 FM KLEB. A lot of folks in the area are wondering about your football program as it's not a team that plays in this area a lot. Give us a rundown of your team. What are some things you think you guys do well and what are some things you guys are going to bring to the table on Friday?
7: Well, we're probably the smallest school you guys have ever played before. Um, you know, we're we're a small 1A school. We probably have about 140 kids in, the, in our school. Uh, we do a lot of things well. We, we we compete a lot. We play a lot of bigger schools. We don't mind traveling and playing people anywhere. Uh, in fact, next weekend we go to Dallas and play the Thor of Frisco and play against a team from Plano, Texas. Um, so we just you know we really like playing football. We pride ourselves in uh, you know you know being from Cajun Country, playing a little playing football pretty well. Uh, we're, we, run, we run a lot of spread, um, and we have, you know, have pretty good, two pretty good running backs, um, and we, we're pretty good on defense, too. We like to hit people.
1: I was looking at your roster from last season, and I, I believe you guys lost like 16 or 17 seniors from a 1A school. That's a lot, man. Are you guys in a situation where you're replacing a lot of starters on your depth chart?
7: We are. Um, uh, yeah, we, we definitely replacing a lot. So my first year here, four years ago when I got here, We lost uh, 16 seniors. Then the next year we lost 18 seniors. Last year we lost 19 seniors. Uh, We're about 50 strong on our football team. Um, Our senior class this year is only nine. Our our junior class is only eight, but we have 25 sophomores and uh, and we have a lot of a lot a lot of freshmen. Uh, So we'll be even better. uh, We'll be a lot better next year as far as you know when when we get a little older. But I like to think we're pretty good right now. I mean we're going to give people some fits in the season.
1: Tell them us a little bit about some of the names of the kids we're going to be shouting out on Friday. Who are some of your key players, brother?
7: Taylor Dare is a uh, kick returner for us. Um, you know, he made he made All-State last year as kick returner um, in, in single-A Division IV. Uh, he was getting recruited by Magnese, a couple other colleges, been offered by Centenary so far. Uh, real fast kid. Um, Kevon Johnson is a freshman. Real, real fast freshman running back. Um, you know, you're going to hear – uh, some names on defense like, well, you know, Wesley Lafleur, real good uh, middle linebacker. You're gonna hear Marcus Gradney. Marcus is probably one of the top baseball prospects in the in the state. Um, you know, he's he's really good on defense. He does a lot for us. He plays offense and defense. Um, and you're gonna you're gonna hear some names like uh, Kane West is our quarterback, and you're gonna hear Jay Laverne. Jay Laverne's a name to watch. Uh, he's he's a junior for us. Um, he led the team there at last year. He's one of our best tacklers. He's our free safety. Um, he's just a real good kid and uh, we're, we're going to be fun to watch. We're going to, we hopefully we give you guys a good game.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to see it, man. Look, you guys have been watching film on the Tarpons all week long. You know, I could give you my scouting report, big running backs, big offensive line, you know, explosive quarterback who can make some plays. What are some things you're seeing on film?
7: Same thing you just said, real explosive quarterback real quick. Um, you know, they throw the ball well, they catch the ball well too. Um, we broke down the uh, the HL Bourgeois game, and uh, you know, of course, who could tell anything in that rain mess that we had, uh, you know, last weekend. But uh, you know, you guys have a great team. Uh, you know, I broke down the playoff game last year against Abilis High, and I know you guys graduated a lot of people too. But you know, it's still, you know, it's always good to be in the playoffs. So I kind of watched that game too, and uh, we've done our homework. I think we're going to be be ready for for y'all.
1: So in terms of how you plan Friday out, man, look, you guys got to make a a fairly long bus trip and, you know, it's supposed to be hot and humid and you guys don't have a, you say you got 50 guys on the roster, but that's not a huge roster. How do you handle the day, man? Give us a rundown of what your daily schedule is going to look like.
7: We're going to leave around 1030 uh, Friday morning and we're going to, you know, we're going to do a little prayer. We have a big grotto at our old gym. Uh, You know, we're a Catholic school. We do a lot of praying. So we're going to do some praying before we leave at the grotto with Father uh, Hampton Davis. And then we're going to head out that way, and um, we're going to stop and pick up some pregame meal around Homa area and then travel on in. I think we're going to get there around 3 o'clock. And uh, Coach uh, B.J. said he's going to have some classrooms open for us, and we're going to just get safe from there and got to get ready for the game.
1: Very good. What are some keys? What are some things you guys have to do well in order to, to give yourself an opportunity on Friday to come in and get the win?
7: No turnovers. I mean, uh, last week we played against a very good IOTA team. We had a lot of turnovers in the in the slop, uh, and they didn't need any help. I mean, they might be a team that might go to the state championship this year. Uh, so, they, they you know, they, they ran the ball on us pretty well. Uh, we're going to have to stop the run, and we're going to have to eliminate turnovers, and I think uh, I think we can do both those things.
1: One of those the things that everybody in the Bayou region is saying is, man, like we can't get out and practice if we have a grass field because of all this rain. What situation are you guys in over there? Do you have the turf? Or are you guys able to get out on turf whenever it starts to rain?
7: So we don't have surf. Uh, you know, there's only a select few teams around the Lafayette area that have surf, uh, and we're not one of those teams. But but we do have a, uh, a 4-H born, and we practiced inside the 4-H born, uh, you know, a couple times this week, uh, and it's dry inside there. I mean, it's, like, it's almost like a rodeo arena, you know, someplace like a blacker Coliseum, at UL Lafayette kind of, kind of thing. Um, you know, so we practiced in there all week. So we've been practicing, we've been hitting, we've been tackling. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of teams around here, we can't get on our practice field last week before the jamboree, we got three inches of rain in two hours, and uh, we still played the jamboree. It was amazing. I don't know how how the field survived, you know. But uh, it's been it's been a it was a show. I mean, I, I promise you this. When we traded film, I was thinking to myself, they ain't nothing on that film. <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah,
1: I got you, brother. So how did this all come about, man? I'm always fascinated in terms of how you know who contacted who, and you know who had a connection here and i know you were texting me a minute ago asking me if i knew who troy Gisclair was so you know some folks down here how'd this game come about
7: well so you know i think as at the end of again last year we were trying to make our schedules you know a new cycle and everything and uh and nobody like you know it's hard to find games when you're a single a school you know it's a lot a lot about powerpoints i mean our district plays all 4a and 5a schools because it's worth a lot of powerpoints um and so to find a 4a or 5a school to play is really hard and and, uh, you know, we, so we were having a hard time making our schedule. Coach B.J. reached out, and I knew where Cutoff Louisiana was right away because of Bobby Abear, you know, the KJ Cannon. Uh, you know, so I had to, you know, I was like fired up about that. I, uh, so I asked him, I said, does Bobby Hebert ever go to your games? Said, yeah. I'm, like, I'm a huge fan. He's like, no, not really. You know, <laughs> but, uh, you know it's, uh, and then I Troy just and I played college football together at USL. Well, it was USL back then. Now it's UL. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, I know, I know some people from down in that area, and it's just an awesome experience. You know, we've never played that far south before. And I'm always about breaking records, that thing is, that's the record right there. Win or lose, we've never played that far south. So we're going to make that happen.
1: Well, look, man, we're probably the furthest south high school there is. You know, Grand Dow, I guess, but they don't have a football team. So, yeah, man, you guys are coming all the way down to the coast. And, uh, look, you're going to be seeing a, an area that's been beat up by Ida, but you guys are familiar with the storms Two man. two he- Two healing communities coming together, bro.
7: Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I mean, uh, you know, last year, Grand Isle was actually supposed to play in our basketball tournament, um, and they got destroyed by the hurricane, didn't get to come. And, uh, and we reached out and tried to help as many schools as we could from that area last year. And, uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great experience. We're the same colors. It's going to be a fun time. I think y'all are wearing white for your home game. BJ, uh, reached out to me and, uh, we wear blue. We're wearing blue on blue and, you all know, I think y'all are wearing white on white. So it should be fun.
1: How long have you been at St. Edmunds, man? Give us a rundown and, you know, just kind of give us a, a brief overview of some of the places you've been, man.
7: Well, I've been so I've been in St. Ed's for four years, but I graduated here in 1994, and uh, then I went on to play college ball. And I, I actually coached. I've coached all around the area. I pretty much all in Vanghelan Parish. Uh, I coached at Ville Platte, Pine Prairie, uh, you know, Mamou, all in that area. And then I kind of got out and got into administration. And um, you know, they kind of, I guess, they, you know, whenever you try to get out, they pull you back in, like the <laughs> Godfather. Right? Uh, so I got pulled back in and came to St. Ed's, and it's been a it's been a blast. I mean. We have a great booster club. We run it like a college here. Um, you know, we have. You, if you would see our, uh, make sure you guys will see our facilities. We have the best. We have the best single leg facilities in the state. I, I no doubt in my mind, and uh, you know, you'd have to come and just check it out. We we really do things right here. We run it like a college. Uh, referees love coming here. Uh, visiting teams love coming here. I just the only thing we don't have that you guys have is Asher Surf. You know.
9: <laughs> yeah. Very good.
1: And look, that. <laughs> good experience. That answered the next question I was going to ask, is if this was a home-and-home home, or, you know, if it was a one-year deal. But, but South LaFouche just coming to you all next year?
7: Yes, sir. Y'all coming to us next year.
1: Awesome. Can't wait to see it. Well, look, Coach Shiver, man, we thank you so much for the time. We've got a chance to shake hands on Friday night, my friend. Good luck to you.
7: Yes, sir. Nice meet
1: you. Yep. Yes, that sir. is Coach Shiver with St. Edmund. And, look, I know we've got a lot of Tarpon fans who are having their ears on the speaker. <clears throat> um, I've been trying to tell people this for two, three weeks now. These folks are coming here to win. Like this is not just the single A team that's saying, oh, you know, we'll just go lose to the 4A school, get a bunch of bonus power points. And no. They're coming here to win. And they're going to say, hey, we're going to get the bonus power points in addition to the points for winning the game, in addition to all of your wins. Like they're coming here and trying to get a super duper season opening victory. They're not coming here to roll over. Now, logistically, they're going to be some challenges, right? They're replacing a lot of their depth chart. They're a single-A school. They're going to have a lot of players who are in 9th and 10th grade who are going to be playing. The Tarpons should be bigger. They should be stronger. They should be a little bit more experienced. I know this about Southwest Louisiana. Those dudes are going to be athletic as hell. I'm just telling you. Like, he's telling me right now, oh, hey, I've got an All-State kicker turner, and as soon as he said that in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, you better not kick the ball to him once the entire game because he's going to house one. And, you know, he's talking about, oh, I got a freshman running back who we're super excited and super high on. I'm already in my mind visualizing a dude who's going to be slippery as hell, going to run hard, and it's going to be hard to take down. So these guys are not coming in here to lose 40-6. to They're coming in here to compete, to play hard, to play well. You're not sending your team to Dallas or wherever he said, you know, a minute ago for their week two matchup, unless if you're a program that's used to winning. You don't go play in a big Texas Invitational unless if you're a program that's used to winning. So they're coming here in here with the mindset of, hey, we're going down the bayou. And I know it's going to be a homecoming, not, not literally homecoming, but it's going to be like a reunion because everybody's going to be back at home for Friday Night Lights and everything of that. But we're here to spoil all that. That's what their goal is on Friday, and I think they're going to be in good position. I think they're going to play hard. I think they're going to play well. And uh, may the chips fall where they may. May the best team win. Let's catch a break, but before we do, reminder, join us Friday night. We're talking about it a lot today. Join us Friday night for varsity high school football coverage. This Friday will be the season opening game between South Lafouche and the aforementioned St. Edmund at 7 o'clock will be the opening kick. Our coverage will begin at at around 6.30ish. Our broadcast is sponsored in part by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, Joe Septic Contractors, Terrebonne General Medical Center, Southland Dodge, Rouse's Markets, South LaFouche Bank, Rev, and Heather Hendricks, candidate for LaFouche Parish Judge, Division A. And then after the action is over on the field, we're going to be making a beeline over to the field house because we're going to be broadcasting after the lights presented by Grand Isle Shipyard. That'll be, oh, 10-15 minutes after the final ball has been snapped. Between the Tarpons and St. Edmund, we're going to be for about 45 minutes to an hour recapping and breaking down all of the week one action in our area. Can't wait. Should be a good show. Can't wait to bring it all to you all. Let's catch a break when we get back. It's Wednesday and it's noon, so that means we're going to BJ Young, South Lafouche High School for his weekly Wednesday interview on Play by Play. We'll be right back after this with Coach Young.
4: Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue and Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
8: At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation.
10: Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about friend Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called DoFriend Easy Buy? Come see us at dofriendlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference.
9: When you order curbside pickup on the new Rousers Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store.
6: For nearly half a century, Tiger Ag Magazine has covered all things LSU sports. The 2003 National Championship with Coach Nick Saban. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. The 2007 National Championship with Coach Les Miles. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. And the undefeated season of the 2019 National Championship with Coach Ed Orgeron. Tiger Rag was there. With coverage from the practice field to the hoisting of the trophy. But in all these years of LSU sports moments, there has never been a more exciting time to be a Tiger fan than now. A new era has arrived at Tiger Stadium. Coach Brian Kelly has arrived in Baton Rouge with aspirations of grasping the one thing thing. that has eluded his illustrious career, a national championship. It takes hard work. It takes a commitment. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there every step of the way as Coach Kelly attempts to solidify his status in Louisiana immortality. Follow each moment with Tiger Rag Magazine on newsstands now online at tigerrag.com.
11: You know WeatherBug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free.
12: Hoorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985 637 3849 373849. Hoorah! Thank you.
4: Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
1: Good interview in the last segment of the show with Coach Shiver over at St. Edmund, and now we go to the other half of that coaching picture on Friday night, which is South LaFouche High School football coach B.J. Young, who's joining us for our usual Wednesday at noon interview. Coach Young, good afternoon, buddy. How are you?
3: I'm doing well, man. How are y'all?
1: Good. Uh, we were just talking with Coach Shiver a second ago, and he was saying, you know, hey, man, I think my team's athletic, and we tackle well and everything of the sort. Uh, what are some of the things you're seeing on film with your week one opponent, brother?
3: Yeah, look, man. I, I can say the, the the attitude that they the tempo they play at is uh, it stands out. You know, they play really hard. Um, both sides of the ball come off the ball extremely hard. Um, they, they they run around. They hustle. They're going to swarm to the ball. Um, offensively, they got two kids who can really hurt you. Um, five's a freshman. You know, we were looking on film like, man, where they got five from. You know, we didn't see him last year. We had some films on him from. Um, uh, maybe three films from last season on him to kind of maybe gauge some stuff because when you're looking at them early opponents, you don't have as much film as you'd like. So we're looking at a film from last year, and we don't see five. Well, he's a freshman, um, and he can, he can he can play. Man, he reminds me a lot of the guy from CCA. I think his number was zero. Um, maybe maybe not as as tall, but he's kind of put together. Um, and then twenty one to return to starter for him. Uh, I think it was an all district. Um, a player, uh, looks like he plays a little bit more in the slot. He was a running back last year, but it looks like he moved a little bit more to the slot. Um, super explosive as well. So um, we're going to definitely have to rally to the football and tackle because uh, they got some kids who can hurt you, and they and they play hard, man. That's going to be uh, you know, you can't get caught up in that. You know, some people think, well, man, it's just a, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a small private school, but they got some players, man, who, uh, you know, they can come down here and beat you if you're not ready.
1: He said, you know, hey, look, man, uh, he was kind of joking when he said this, but he said, man, we had so much rain in our jamboree, I don't know how they're going to get anything out of that film. <laughs> uh, t- tell us about that. How do you make the game plan knowing that they were playing in a mud bowl?
3: Look, it, it, uh, I, I joked with him, um, you know, he texted me that night after the deal, and then uh, Saturday morning and Sunday a little bit we text back and forth. Um and it it was bad, man. I said, Coach, you feel that, I don't know if it's ever gonna be the same. We started laughing, you know. And ground crew was out there at six in the morning the next day, and look, it's hard. Um, you know, you, you get out uh, offensively. You can see how kind of uh, how they lined up to some heavy sets because I um, I Iota kind of got into some heavy things because uh, you gotta you gotta you know protect the ball and, and things of that sort when it's when it's those type of conditions. So I got to see kind of how they line up to stuff like that. Uh, got some ideas. Offensively, it's hard. I mean, uh, from a defensive standpoint, it's hard because you know the snaps gave them a lot of issues. You know, they couldn't get a lot of snaps because of, of the the conditions um, slipping. You know, so uh, we and then we got the two the two scrimmages we traded as well. Well, they had two. They went a three way with uh, with a scrimmage, but um, you know, kind of the same thing as from an offensive standpoint. Those teams were running like option football, and that's not what we do. So. We couldn't get much from it, but our defensive staff was able to pull was able to pull some formation and stuff like that off of that scrimmage. So, um, and then like I said, we got some films from the, from the 2021 season. So we was able to kind of match some stuff like that. Not too much personnel, but uh, you got to see some scheme stuff and how they play in certain uh, situations and scenarios.
1: All right. So now let's talk about you guys, man. You guys have been on the practice field since Monday. You know, getting some work and and polishing some things up before the game on Friday. How have the kids been so far this week, brother?
3: Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, two days and it's, it's, it's a crazy week. Monday we was able to get out there and in uh, practice, but yesterday the heat, so it was on that that reading on that meter, so we had to wait till um, till five o'clock. We went out at five o'clock, about thirty minutes, started lightning, so um, it was under the stadium for the most part yesterday doing doing some mental walkthrough stuff. So it's gonna be very important to have a um, a good day today. Usually Wednesday's a little abbreviated. Because you got, you know, J V game and stuff like that. But we're gonna have to kinda get after a little bit. You know, we gotta try to get at least two days in. But uh I just I just walked from the fields to the school and it's a little hot out there. So we're gonna uh we're gonna see how that works out. But today's gonna be a big day for us. Tell
1: me about your defense. Let's talk about those guys. I watched it now for the scrimmage, watched them for the jamboree. Coach, you guys are doing a lot of the hard work. You're getting a lot of penetration, you're getting to the ball. But at the end of the play, you guys are having a hard time finishing the plays and getting the ball carried to the ground. Talk about how you guys can improve on that tackling, man, and start making some of those plays.
3: Yeah, you know, during our individual period, we've been hitting these tackling wheels. You know, we've been having them. I know when I got here, I, one of the first things I bought was three tackling wheels. Um, so we've been on the tackling wheels. Uh, we do. We did. We did some live periods on Monday um, because you know I believe the only way to really learn how to tackle is if you're tackling, you know, somebody else. Um, there's just the, the the flip side of it is you got to try to take care of each other a little bit because. You know, you don't want to you don't want to go into week one banged up. But we 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 mix it up a little bit Monday. Uh, main thing we we kind of stressing right now is is winning a turnover battle. You know, so um, when when we get to the ball carrier, you know, you tackling him right, you got to bring him down. But if some reason he's held up, you know, if that next guy comes in, he's got to start trying to go and get that ball, um, and create some turnover. So uh, that was something we stressed this week too. Um, but look, I thought uh. You know, we we, bend, we bended, but we didn't break last Friday. Now they did rally off, uh, you know, two big ones. One was called back. Um, and then at the end of the game, they, they hit that big one. But I thought in the second half, I thought we played a lot better defensively uh, than in the first half.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you guys lost an offensive lineman to what looked like a head or concussion-type thing. Is he going to be available on Friday? And if not, have you guys, you know, worked on some of the snapping issues that happened after that injury?
3: Yeah, uh, he he's back. It was uh, actually with his eye. He uh, he got his eye scratched real bad. Was seeing seeing like double blurriness. So we uh, we held him out, and then he went to see uh, Doctor Dorby on Saturday. Doctor Dorby uh, checked him out and stuff like that. So he was actually at practice yesterday. So he he's good to go. He's back. He's back up and running, um, which is good. You know, your center. I mean, he. Uh, you know they're important, man. He goes out and then then you gotta you gotta get a, a guy out there who's who's cold, right? And we snap two over the head, right? Right off the jump out of half, which is it's a momentum killer, you know. So um, everybody plays like an intricate role, and so we we happy to have Dustin back uh, for sure. And then that gives us more depth, right? Because we got that sixth one that can rotate in and, and help out a little bit. So it helps you a little bit with the depth.
1: Very good on the offensive end, man. Uh you guys cleaned up some of the turnover issues from the scrimmage. O'Geron played pretty well. You guys are running hard. And one of the things Coach Shiver says, man, like they don't just throw it well. They catch it well. He was uh, you know, applauding the play of your receivers. Talk about the way the offense is looking to practice, man.
3: Yeah. Look, I I'm gonna tell you, uh, this is some of the uh that we don't drop many balls. Um something that they pride themselves on. And and, and you know what's crazy, there's a lot of missed stuff too that we miss that that uh that I thought could have been some explosive plays, but, um, we're getting better. You know, like I said, we couldn't get out much yesterday, but Monday we got out there and, uh, you know, kind of got after a little bit. So, man, I think the receivers, uh, they possess a lot of explosive ability and then that's from a film, you know, I would think last Friday we, we didn't throw the ball typically as much as I, I like to, right. Cause I kind of like to get, let it, let it, let it rip a little bit, but, um, I thought we can control them in the box, but, uh, yeah, look, I, th- I think if we play well, you know, there should be some things in the passing game this week that we can attack. Um, and, and as well as the run game, there are some formations that I kind of like the look that they're given um, that we can maybe get to some things that, that I think could be successful. So, um, but look, a lot of that has to, you know, we got to get after them, man, because that's a good team. They're well coached. Um, I, think they, man, I think they won a playoff game or two last year, you know, um, so they'll be ready to go. You know, they, they will.
1: Coach, there were a couple of times where you guys were, you know, hitting them with the inside run, and it felt like, and look, I've never been a quarterback, so please correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but it felt like Carson was maybe making the wrong read where he was putting it in the belly of the back where he maybe could have kept it and got outside and gotten a big play. Were, were my eyes deceiving me, or is that something that he still got to work on?
3: Yeah, look, uh, I think, uh, and I was joking with him yesterday a little bit, but it was something we corrected on Saturday. Look, I, I, and I mean it, I, there was – there was probably a handful of them that if he pulls, um, he's probably still running. You know, he rushes for probably, like Coach Gisbert says, they joked with him. He said, man, he could have set the single-game rushing record in the jamboree. You know, he could have had probably 300 yards on the ground. So, um, no, it's something that 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 uh that, that we corrected on Saturday, and it's something we work often. Um, but, look, man, you, you're talking about a guy who, who came in, you know, August 1st, uh, in a brand new system and with with new personnel and in a, a new building, um, so I thought I, th- I think he's handling it real well. Um, and he's going to continue to get better every week.
1: Coach Shivers said that they've got an all state kick returner. Are there any plans to try to keep the ball away from him on Friday night?
3: Look, if he's deep, the chances of us get, getting it back there to him is slim. So, <laughs> we, uh, well, you know, our, our, our mindset in, in the kickoff game is we try to keep it. Um, you know, more to that second line, or, or that, them, them guys who kind of split out wide, kind of that hybrid deal, um, to, to not get it to them back return man. We we try to do our best to limit the the explosives, period. And then especially you don't want to give them no the big big ones in the special teams game. So we 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 if he's if he's in the if he's in the deep half back there, the chance of us getting it back there to him, we're not probably gonna kick it back there. So we should be okay. Very
1: good. Very quickly, before we let you go, what are some keys to victory? What are some things the Tarpon's got to do well on Friday night?
3: Look, I, I, here's what we, we, some, some keys to victory. Right, we obviously have to tackle um, the ball carrier, and then that comes from not just one person. We got to swarm the ball carrier. We got to tackle and get them on the ground, put us back in the huddle, and we can't play behind the chains. I thought, um, I thought last Friday, offensively, we shot ourselves on the foot. Played a lot of second and, and, and longs and third and really long. So. Um, the two the two keys to victory was uh, staying in front of the change, not not you know not shooting ourselves in the foot and, and, and tackling uh, the ball carrier.
1: Beautiful. Thanks so much for the time, buddy. See you Friday. All
3: right, man. Thank
1: you. As BJ Young with South Lafouche High School giving us a little bit of insight in some of the things the Tarpons have to do well. Good to hear that the the young man on the offensive line is okay. Good to hear that you know it wasn't a serious issue because you know it sure looked like like a concussion type of thing. You know whenever they're you know putting the flashlights in his eyes and. But I didn't realize and and didn't understand that it was actually an eye issue. So that's why they were doing such things. So glad to hear he's okay. We'll be back at it. It's going to be a good ball game on Friday. Uh, Had both coaches on today. They're both confident. It's going to be a good one on Friday. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Taylor Griffin. We're going to be asking him about some things he's seeing as we're about ready to open up the NFL and college football and high school football seasons. We'll go to the turtle in the next segment of the show here on KLEB.
0: You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM, and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM.
2: Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced
13: staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business.
4: Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three- and two-stall restroom air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve.
5: Terrebonne General
4: guaranteed
1: one of my favorite times of the week on play-by-play is whenever we make a trip out to do friend building materials and get our man taylor griffin on the line he is our broadcast partner for south Lafouche high school basketball coverage which will be coming up actually before you know it heck we're already September 1 tomorrow, so you figure November, mid-November we'll be rolling basketball-wise. That's two and a half months. We go to Taylor on the phone lines right now. Turtle, good afternoon, buddy. How are you?
14: Hey, good. How's it going over
1: there? Going fine, man. Look, I was just pumping up basketball like football's not starting on Friday. The Tarps are going to be opening up their season against St. Edmund. I had their coach on the line earlier in the show. Had B.J. Young on the line in the last segment of the show. Tarpons played their jamboree and lost 13 to 12. But tell me about this psychologically as a coach. And Stan Gravois said this on the Saturday morning show. He said, sometimes, man, when it's a close jamboree or a close scrimmage, you'd almost rather lose because you keep the kids' attention and you you know, you know keep them hungry for something. And Stan speculated that the Tarpons losing close in the jamboree would be a help to them on Friday night. Do you believe in that type of you know, logic?
14: Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh... It's uh I don't know, that that's a tough one, man. I've never been asked that one before. Uh as long as they keep in score, you always want to finish with a W, but you know, if it's if we're reaching for positives here <clears throat> the fact that it doesn't count against your record, yeah, it's uh yeah, it's a free it's a free teachable moment. It's a free learning moment. It's free motivation and uh bulletin board material that you're not sacrificing in the uh in the loss column so yeah as a strange as that was i think stan's got a good point and that uh i, I buy that
1: bro it's crazy um south of Hoosh runs an offense now that's so damn complicated like the receivers are not even knowing where they're gonna go before the snap like they're reading the defense after the ball has been snapped and it's all option routes and it's all timing with the quarterback and, like I remember when we were in school, like we my senior year ran triple option, but before that it was like wing T, like there's not not a whole lot of spread and like things have come a long way in the 15 or 20 years or so since we've been in school, dude. What they're doing now is like high level college type offense and it works, you know, even after replacing pretty much all of their offensive starters, they've still got a very explosive offense this coming season.
14: Man, that's that's awesome. I didn't realize they were uh they were that advanced, but uh man of the kids if the kids are willing to learn and willing to adapt and if if they could, uh, if they could put that type of stuff together on the field, man, all you got to do is make the plays after that, you know, everything else will take care of itself. So, uh, man, that's good to hear. I didn't realize the, uh, the offense was that advanced these days, but that's, uh, that's exciting, man. That gives, that gives the fair weather fan who's just kind of waiting, you know, as far as football goes for South Lafourche, you know, I love it. I hope we go undefeated and, and all, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really dig in, you know, I don't go visit in the office with the coaches, you know, like I do for basketball. You know, I'm, I'm not really asking how practice went, you know, I'm just coming check it out and let's go TARPs. Let's win. You know, for a fan watching it from my perspective, that's super exciting. That makes me want to, you know, dig in a little more. That makes me want to go to more games and, you know, perhaps meet the guys behind the scenes and, and be like, man, this, that's really interesting that, uh, that they're doing it that way. That's, uh, I didn't I didn't realize it
1: was that deep, but that, that's good to know. Yep. Uh, LSU opens up their season on Sunday in the Dome against Florida State. This is a big one, man. This is an opportunity for Brian Kelly to kind of flex his muscles for LSU to face a name opponent that maybe doesn't have the same talent that used to go with the name back in the day. LSU's a slight favorite in the game. I'm sure you're jacked up. I'm jacked up. This is going to be a fun one on Sunday in the Dome.
14: Absolutely, man. Uh and if anyone out there's listening and they have an extra ticket, they're looking to dump off <laughs> <them. laughs> But no, seriously, uh that's I'm super excited, man. Uh you know, I'm pro down the bayou, pro Coach O, you know, till the day I die. You know, what he did was amazing. But you know, whatever they whatever led to them feeling that they needed to make the decision and get Brian Kelly in here instead, you know, I trust that the right decision was made, and I am super excited to see what he can do in the SEC, to see what he can do right now, you know, in t- today's game down south that, you know, yeah, I realize it's the same sport, but it's just, it's simply different down here. I, I'm I'm really excited to see what he could bring to this area and uh, what he could really, can he shock the country and... Make LSU a powerhouse again. That's 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 super exciting. I can't wait to see what he's got. I can't wait to see what uh you know who the new mystery quarterback's gonna be. Uh, it's um I can't wait to for Sunday. It Can't come here fast enough.
1: You know the thing about Brian Kelly is that he's won every single place that he's ever been, and you know he's sixty years old, so he's been doing this a long time. His career record is what two hundred sixty three and ninety six. So I mean he's been ridiculously good. Now the naysayers will say, "Oh, bro, he makes it to the playoffs and he loses," but He's never had SEC-level talent on his roster. Granted, he's never faced SEC-level talent during the course of the season either, but he's never had, you know, Odell Beckham at wide receiver. He's never had, you know, Jarvis Landry at wide receiver. Or this year, like Kayshaun Butte at wide receiver. So, curious to see, because he's always been known for explosive, high-powered offenses. Now he's got those Southern athletes to go with. This could be really fun to
14: watch. Exactly, exactly. You led into exactly what I was thinking, man. Yeah, he's. Everything we, we've learned about him, everything we know about him, he's a great coach. He figures it out. He gets the guys where they need to be. He puts them in the right position to win. And he's never had just the freak athlete talent level that is, as I said earlier, just simply different down here, simply different in this area of the country. I, I cannot wait to see what he could do with with these players, man. Uh, hopefully it's as, it's as special as we're anticipating.
1: Nussmeyer or Daniels? I got to ask you. I've been asked a million times, so I'm now going to spread out some of the the uncertainty to you. There are a lot of folks that are saying, "Well, he's he personally recruited Daniels, so he's going to go with his guy." There are other folks who are going to say, "Hey, Nussmeyer throws a better ball. He's going to go with Nuss." Which one do you think? I think they're both going to play Sunday. Which one do you think is going to take the first snap and maybe the majority of the snaps?
14: Uh, i think it's going to be daniel's uh as you said you know the guy he recruited and uh daniel's is just flat out more proven than Nuss. i mean it's not it's not a shot against Nussmeyer, but uh you know i uh look i haven't watched any any uh jaden daniel's uh highlight mixtapes or anything but i mean he he has he has a proven stat line that that is you know reasonable to to make us believe like he's the guy you know the the buzz the buzz going about uh, between you know the practices and the training and everything. I mean, I, I've been hearing, I've been reading. Jaden Daniels looks good. I mean, he, he's he's ready to go. I mean, let's let's throw him in there and see. I uh, I think Nussmeier. Yeah, we'll probably see some action on Sunday, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't count on him being a uh, you know all year guy. I think uh, I think Daniels is the guy right now.
1: Nichols also kicks off their upcoming season on Saturday at four o'clock out in Mobile, Alabama, taking on South Alabama. We had Tim Rebo on the Saturday show, hell, probably about three, four weeks ago now. And Stan asked the questions like Tim, do you like your schedule? Because, you know, they don't play that top twenty-five opponent that's going to kick their faces in. They've got more manageable FBS type games. But Tim was also saying, man, I kind of, sort of, don't necessarily like our schedule a whole lot just in that five of the first six games are on the road because they're going to be doing a lot of traveling the first month or so of the year. But, man, look, you're Nichols. You're, you're facing South Alabama, then you're facing Monroe, then you know some of the other schools. That This is not mission impossible. If you told me that Nichols would go to Mobile and beat South Alabama, I wouldn't be surprised. If you told me that the following Saturday Nichols goes to Monroe and beats Monroe, I wouldn't be surprised. These are manageable, winnable games for the Colonels coming up.
14: Absolutely, man. I 100% agree. Um, man, the Colonels, it's just uh, – it's different Nichols football than what you and I grew up on. For them, do I think they're going to, you know, start undefeated against all these FBS schools? No. But, uh, you know, I would not be shocked if they get at least one of the two between uh, South Alabama and, U- and uh, Monroe.
12: It's uh, – very manageable it's very doable
14: i mean we've seen them come close against uh against SEC schools recently you know ever since uh rebo's been there you know it's it's just different it's it's a different level it's uh <clears throat> i can't wait to see what they could put together on the field
1: little actually little piece of breaking news here that i'm going to share this with you as i'm reading it kevin johnson an edy product and he was a nichols colonel for several seasons before transferring to illinois chicago has just signed a professional contract to play with CSM Foscani in the Romania National League. So, Kevin's going off playing professional basketball. I know you've seen him play several times. We're super happy and proud of him. Man, what are your thoughts? Just seeing a local boy go and play overseas, man. That's cool.
14: Dude, that is awesome. That is that is amazing. Um, yeah, I watched several of his uh, <clears throat> of his games at Nichols. I, you know, I was even on the PA for a, a good bit of uh, – one of the seasons he was there uh probably one of his better seasons that he had he uh man he's a special treat to watch and just the fact that he's local man speaking of local guys going pro i mean you got those two guys from Thibodeau signing nfl contracts making the 53 man or also i mean that's amazing too uh not to take away the focus from kevin johnson but i couldn't go without without mentioning that as well uh having that many local professional athletes. That's uh that, that's something special that says a lot about our area.
1: And look I went to the Everett Jackson Memorial Basketball Tournament this weekend and Kevin actually played on a team. Um he's ridiculous, man. Like it it's crazy. Like people ask me all the time, like what's the difference? Like okay because we see guys play in the gym pickup. We see guys play low level college basketball. We see guys play high level college basketball. Like what's the difference between a pro and an amateur? just if you were or anybody was in that gym you saw right away he's just a different speed a different skill set a different level of uh, mental ability to see the floor he put on a show this past week and he was ridiculously good
14: yeah man if i wouldn't have uh if i wouldn't have been fishing on saturday i would have been there i had really uh you know ashton Dillon had invited me to go check it out just to go help support i wish i could have made it uh but yeah, just to see Kevin play again, just that in itself would have been worth it. Uh, and he was he was always clicking on a different speed, and that's the difference. That's the difference between the college and the pro man. They they're playing at the highest level of intelligence of the game, and seeing the floor the right way. And they're just they're just running and gunning on a on a higher level of speed and quickness. You know, these guys, that's their full time job, man. They, People don't realize that they practice every day. They don't just show up because they have to. They they're there four hours a day getting shots, of getting workouts in, studying the game, studying everything. That's the that's the difference right there. And uh, you know everything I've ever seen from Kevin Johnson on the floor. You know he looked like you know did I ever think he was going to make it to the NBA? No, but he's one of those guys that you can shake your head and be like, he's he's going to play for money somewhere someday.
1: Yeah, that, that's certainly awesome, and we're super happy for him. Clash at the Castle coming up, I believe, this weekend. Let me get the date on that. Yeah, this weekend, Saturday. You are uh, correct. Yeah, you got Roman Reigns starts and Drew ahead. McIntyre. Go go ahead, Turtle. I was going to say, I think it starts at noon, huh, because it's overseas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll be an early start, uh, and, you know, heck, that's better for me because I want to watch college football at night anyway. So you got Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler, women's six-man tag match, Riddle versus Rollins. You got Gunther versus Sheamus, Edge and Mysterio versus The Judgment Day. Are you excited about this, man? Look, I don't know if you are. I kind of sort of am. I I don't know. It's not a great card, but it'll be all right. But, man, people are watching, and Droves Raw had a huge rating Monday. 2.2 million people watched. Their uh, their numbers are going through the roof right now, man.
14: Man, that's that's incredible. Um, uh, that's uh that's exciting, man. I know I say it every week, you know. You're gonna keep hyping it up, and I'm eventually gonna gonna tune in to Raw one, one of these weeks instead of waiting for the pay per view. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not super excited about it, but I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna see, you know, none of the uh, none of the lower court matches really uh click for me, but uh, just to see, you know. with what kind of special thing they have planned overseas just, you know, with, with Drew McIntyre being out there, you know, it's, uh, I'm sure they'll do something special. I'm I'm sure they'll, uh, there'll be some, some good popping moments, some, uh, you know, some big OMG moments that are, uh, that are worth tuning in for. So yeah, I'm, uh, fairly excited about it. Uh, I'll definitely
1: be tuning in. Turtle, I'm doing my mailbag in the next segment, and a listener is asking me to give a score for the LSU-Florida State game, so I'm going to ask you the same. Give give us a score for the, the, the Tigers and the Seminoles on, on Sunday. Uh,
14: 27-24, Tigers.
1: Okay, sounds like a winner, brother. Thanks so much for the time, man. We'll chat next Wednesday.
14: Yep, thanks for having me. And as always, go Tarps and God bless America.
1: Yes, sir. That is Taylor Griffin signing off in a way that only he knows how. With Go Tarps and God Bless America, let's catch a break when we get back. We talked about the mailbag. We'll get the questions answered in the next segment of the show. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this.
2: The music on the bayou, the
4: Rage in Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB and 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
10: Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Doofriend Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Doofriend Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Golfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference.
9: When you order curbside pickup on the new Rousers Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders $35 or more. Download the new Rousers Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rousers Rouse's Markets Personal Shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Markets. Feels like home.
4: Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business. Business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
0: Home health services in South La Boche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985 632 6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you.
11: You know weather bug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm, the scarves before the blizzard, the flip flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the Weatherbug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the Weatherbug app today for free.
1: Oh, yeah, my favorite bumper music on this show. The Hulk Hogan theme here on Play by Play got me fired up. It is our mailbag segment. Hope everybody's enjoying their day as much as we are here. If you've got a question for us in the future, I'm at Casey underscore Jisclare on Twitter. We're at KayleeB Radio on Twitter. I'm Casey Jisclare on Facebook. We're at KayleeB Radio on Facebook. Shoot me an email, nothing between at gmail.com. Find a way to get me your question. I would love nothing more than to have it answered. Our first question comes from a listener who wants to know, Casey, Thibodeau, or Lutcher, who you got tomorrow? <laughs> Brutally tough question to start the segment because no matter what I answer, I'm going to make somebody angry. Um, <sighs> Over on Patreon, and again, I'm talking about my Patreon stuff again. I did make predictions for this coming week's games, and I picked Lutcher to win a close, hard-fought, like 31-27 to game. I think that matchup tomorrow is going to be a war. I think that that matchup tomorrow, let me not say war. Slap myself on the hand. I shouldn't use the word war when referring to sports. That's in poor taste, and I apologize for that. That's going to be a heavyweight fight. That's going to be two teams that are very evenly matched that are going to uh, compete against one another throughout the course of the game, throughout the course of the 48 minutes. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's two very good programs, and whoever loses that game shouldn't bat an eye, because they're both going to still be in good position to make a run in the upcoming season, no matter what the outcome of it is. So I said Lutcher 31, Thibodeau 27. If it's Thibodeau 31, Lutcher 27, I wouldn't be surprised either. I think that's going to be an extremely good football game taking place tomorrow over at Thibodeau High School. All right, next question is another football pick. Casey, give me a pick and a score for LSU and then also for Nichols. Okay, let's do it. Taylor said LSU is going to beat Florida State by three. I think LSU is going to separate a little bit from Florida State. I think that they're going uh, to 20. They're gonna win 34-20. to They're going by a couple scores. And then for Nichols, um, man... I want to pick Nichols to beat South Alabama so bad. Um, What the hell? Um, Give me Nichols 28, South Alabama 24. Give me both local teams winning. I think LSU is going to make a statement defensively on Sunday. I think their defense is going to play super well. I think that their front four and front seven are going to play super well. I don't think Florida State's offensive line is going to have the ability to block Mason Smith have the ability to block any of those big hog mollies that the LSU defensive front has. And I think that the defensive line is going to occupy blockers long enough and well enough. That'll allow Baskerville and some of the LSU linebackers to make plays. I think the Tigers are going to completely take away the Florida state running game. And with that taken away, there'll be a lot of third and sevens and third and eights. And I don't think the quarterback's going to be able to beat him with his arm. So I think LSU's biggest key to the game. And that's a question later on. So, I'm going to be kind of brief, but they've if they they got to, they've got to get off the field on third down, and if they do so, they'll be in great shape. But I'll elaborate more on that in just a second, because that's also a question in the mailbag. Casey, a listener, wants to know, who takes the most snaps Sunday at quarterback for LSU? I think Jaden Daniels is going to start the game Sunday. I think both players are going to play. And I think after we've watched the first quarter of both players playing, Whoever takes the most snaps is going to be whoever's the most effective. Because I don't think Brian Kelly fully knows yet who his best quarterback is. I don't think Brian Kelly fully is ready to say, hey, we have a quote-unquote starter yet. I think they're still in a situation where they think both guys are pretty even. And we're going to just wait and see when the stadium lights are on who handles the live fire the best who handles the blitzes the best, who handles making that throw in the pocket whenever being hit on third and four the best. And I think that whoever plays well early in that game is going to have kind of the quasi-leg up in terms of establishing themselves as a guy that in the future can potentially grab the starting position and be the dude going forward. So I think it'll be Daniels first. I think it'll be Nussmeier after that. And then whoever's the hottest is going to be the hand that they're going to ride the rest of the way. So not to, not that I, I don't want to answer the question. Not that I want to give a half answer because that's kind of what I'm doing. I don't think that LSU knows yet. So obviously I don't think that we know yet. I think it's going to be a situation of, of you know how the game plays out is going to dictate and determine who is going to end up being the dude. Um, Next question comes from a listener who wants to know Casey how many more guys does live golf have to get before they could be considered a serious threat to the PGA tour <laughs> I I think they're already there I I mean you they're they're having a live golf Boston event this coming weekend and I mean look at the field Okay you got Paul Casey you got Bryson DeChambeau Sergio Garcia Brendan Grace Charles Howell, Dustin Johnson um, Matt Jones Martin Keimer Brooks Kepka Jason Con- uh, Conrad, Mark Leishman, Graham McDowell, Phil Mickelson, Kevin Na, Jaquem Neiman, uh, Louis Oosthuizen, Carlos Ortiz, Pat Perez, Ian Poulter, Patrick Reed, Charles Schwartzel, Cameron Smith, Henrik Stinson, uh, Hudson Swafford, Cameron Tringali, Harold Varner, Lee Westwood, Matthew Wolf. I mean, what more do they have to have? Like, from what I understand, and I saw this shared on Twitter, I didn't fact-check this, so if this is wrong, please don't shoot the messenger. But I saw on Twitter this tournament out in Boston is going to have 12 of the last 24 major champions in it. They're already there, man. Like, that's a really good feel. When you're having Shambo, Dustin Johnson, you know, Cam Smith, Patrick Reed, Varner, Westwood, Wolf. like, they've got some... This tour started off as the... This is where the old guys are going to go to retire tour. It ain't where the old guys are going to retire tour anymore when you start bringing in DeChambeau's and you start bringing in Wolf and, you know, Cam Smith and all these other great, great players. These are not good players. These are not guys who are ranked, you know, 70th in the world. These are great players, guys who are in the top 20 in the world. In Cam Smith's case, who's number two in the world. These guys are outstanding, some of the best in the world. shambo has been struggling lately. If he regains his form, he could potentially be the best player in the world. I think they're already there. The only thing that they're missing right now that they need going forward is they need um, television. They need television. You can't keep broadcasting your events on YouTube and expect to overtake the PGA Tour. (laughs) But they're negotiating and they're flirting with networks, and I think that by this time next season they're going to have a deal. I think by the end of this year they're going to have a deal, and I think that whenever they start their second season they'll be on Fox or – not CBS, CBS is too heavily invested in the PGA Tour, but they'll be on something, ESPN something. They'll find a way to be on national television to where everybody can watch the product, and that's whenever the PGA Tour better start worrying because if people start to consume this, they may not want to go back because it's more user-friendly. What I mean by that is a PGA Tour round lasts four and a half, five hours. This doesn't. You know, you could watch the entire round in just a couple hours because everybody's on the course at the same time um, they may consume the product, and they may not want to go back. And that's when things get really, really dicey for the PGA Tour. Listeners are asking, Casey, what games are you most excited for in the college football Saturday? There's no surprises, right? I mean, I, I'm interested in, in the big premier matchups just like everybody else. You know, most people would say they're most interested in Notre Dame and Ohio State because – You know, we want to see Marcus Freeman coach, and we want to see this Ohio State team that's supposedly the greatest thing in the history of college football. And you're hearing stories that they're going to be favored by 13-plus points in every single regular season game they play this year and that they're favored by 17 against Notre Dame. They're Ohio State. They're going to find a way to screw it up. They're going to be overrated at the end of the day. They're a byproduct of their schedule. Um, But I'm excited to see Cincinnati and Arkansas. That'll be fun. You know, how good is Arkansas really? Cincinnati made it to the playoff last year. Can they open up their season with a win against an SEC opponent? I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see Oregon and Georgia. And look, one of my biggest betting picks of the weekend is Oregon covering 17 and a half points against Georgia. Georgia lost a lot, man. Georgia lost a lot off of their championship team. And I always go back to when LSU won the championship in 2003. They opened up the next season in 2004 after losing a lot against Oregon State at home in a game that was a mud bowl in Tiger Stadium and LSU won the game yes but play like snot throughout the course of the game and I just get the feeling that it's going to take Georgia a little while I had to pause the mic to sneeze sorry about that it's going to take Georgia a little while to find their form um, because they got so many new starters because they've got so many guys who are in position but at the end of the day it's hard for me to pick Oregon to actually win the game because they have Bo Nix at quarterback, and Bo Nix is terrible. So (laughs) Oregon and Georgia, I think, is going to be one that's going to be exciting to watch, but it might be a little bit sloppy. I do think Oregon's going to cover those 17.5 points is a lot. Last question. Casey, what are some keys for LSU to get the win on Sunday against Florida State? I talked about it a minute ago. When it's third down, they've got to get off the field. They've got to get the ball back to their offense. They've got to be clean on offense. You can't have any kind of turnovers or anything like that. Gift the other team some points got to be able to run the football effectively um, because two quarterbacks that are both not equipped to handle a lot of third and eights, third and nines. You got to be playing ahead of the sticks and more important than that. Like I'm just looking to see LSU um, play organized structured football because since they've won the national championship, they haven't done that. Um, it's literally always been something since the national championship, even dating back to the very first game after it. <clears throat> when you're playing Mississippi State uh, in Tiger Stadium, the game after you win it all, and you lose that game in Tiger Stadium because they're throwing for 600 yards on you, and Derek Stingley's randomly out, you know, has a medical issue on the Saturday, and you roll all the way through that entire season. There was always something every week. Then you'll go all the way through last season, you lose against UCLA in the opener, and it all's downhill from there. I just want to see LSU be organized. Last year, we saw LSU in a game against Auburn, a game that they had to win at home in Tiger Stadium. We saw them have to call a timeout before the first offensive snap of a two-minute drive with the game on the line because the coaching staff just wasn't aligned. Coach Ogeron didn't like his offensive coordinators. The offensive coordinators didn't like Coach Ogeron. They were there was infighting. That they, it wasn't a good situation. I don't think any of that stuff is going to be happening anymore under Brian Kelly. I think there's going to be a new unity. I think there's going to be a new camaraderie. And I think that LSU is going to play cleaner and play better. And I want to see that all in place on Sunday. I actually told you this was going to be the last question I lied. I got one more. A listener wants to know, I didn't think I'd have time to get this one in who is a sleeper team or two to win the world series. Besides for like the Dodgers or the obvious, um, good question. This is a good question. Um, I mean, obviously the Dodgers are the favorites, the overwhelming favorites to win the world championship. In my opinion, you know, you just look at what they're doing right now. They're 90 and 38 and they've got so many guys who are like injured. So if they get healthy, they're going to get even better. It's ridiculous how good they could potentially be sleeper teams. Um, I think that if the Padres put it together, they're certainly talented enough, but I don't think that mentally they have what it takes. Um, Seattle isn't a bad sleeper pick. They're very explosive. They pitch it pretty well. They It looks like they'll get in, um, Toronto. They really swing it. Tampa Bay. I mean, those are all sleeper teams. I, I guess you could say the Cardinals. I wouldn't consider a team that's 20 games above 500 to be a sleeper anymore, though. Um, outside of the Dodgers, though, I truly believe this outside of the Dodgers. I think everybody's about the same, you know, I guess Houston would be kind of one B to the Dodgers. One, a, uh, but even they have issues at, at times where they kind of struggle. And I think that they're about the same as everybody else. So it'll be a fun playoffs. And if somebody could some kind of way get Los Angeles out, you know, it'd be even better if it going to be really wide open after that. Let's catch a break. When we get back, I'll get you your betting picks, and we'll get out of here on this Wednesday. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We're having a great show, having a great time. We'll wrap it up after this break here on 102.7 and 1600 AM.
8: Shrimp boats is a common
4: Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12 volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches, and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65 foot boats. Also, a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that. In new webbing, platina, knotless dyneema, Alario Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Ilario Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alario Brothers before the season begins. That's Alario Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West go online at com.
8: Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by Healthgrades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners, because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System, proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by Healthgrades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row.
13: El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse, Highway 1 in Raceland, features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials, Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1, Raceland.
8: Hello, how can I help you?
12: I'm looking for your new, uh, your new fast play games. But, really, how fast are they?
8: How fast do you say? Faster than a- (laughs) Faster than a- Even faster than- Whoa! Hey, that's fast!
12: Hey, uh, can I have a new fast play game, please? Sure,
11: but let me tell you a quick something about them. Introducing new Fast Play games from the Lottery. Get in between for a dollar. Rev up with $2 Super 7s. Bet on Black Cherry Bingo. Get the winning score with $5 Saints. And finally, it's a party with $10 cash extravaganza. Win up to $50,000. I'll take them all. Great, see you soon. (laughs) These new tickets are gonna go fast.
4: Next. Hi, Uh, we were just
11: wondering, how fast are the Fast Play games? (laughs) Faster than a... (laughs) Pick up the new Fast Play games from the Lottery. Fast Play, fun in a flash. Must be at least 21 to purchase.
12: Hoorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985-637-3849, 637-3849, Oorah, thank you. Come on, yeah, if you want it all back, jump to your feet right now, oh, for the kingdom
9: suffering violence, but the violent, take it.
1: A little bit of breaking news here on play-by-play. The Saints waived Ian Book. He didn't make their 53-man roster. The Saints were maybe hoping to keep him on their practice roster. Not going to happen. The Eagles claimed him today, so his tenure with the New Orleans Saints is over. Um, Don't know what the Eagles saw, um, but then again, I don't know what the Eagles see in Jalen Hurts either. So maybe, maybe they just evaluate their quarterbacks a little bit differently than I do. It's play by play here on Kaylee B. Let's thank our sponsors one more time, get our betting picture real quick, then get out of here. The Blue Boot Foundation, Southland Dodge, and HOMA, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufren Friend Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. All right. Three picks, and then we'll get out of here for today. Uh, the first one I like is the Padres, minus 150 money line over the Giants. The Giants are in free-for-all. They're out of the chase completely. The Padres have a lot to play for. Joe Musgrove, their ace is on the mound facing Alex Wood, who has been a pitching machine this year with an ERA of five. I think that the Padres are going to hit him hard, take advantage of some mistakes made by the Giants, and the Giants just don't have the ability to score. So I like the uh, the Padres to take care of business there in that one. I like the Braves today to cover the run line minus a run and a half over the Colorado Rockies. The Rockies actually beat Atlanta yesterday. Don't see that happen again. Ryan Feltner is throwing for Colorado. He's got a 5.87 RA facing Kyle Wright, who's been super good this year. Kyle Wright has 16 wins. Kyle Wright has been kind of a late bloomer. He was a guy Atlanta, quite frankly, at one time was about to ride off. He was a former first-round pick who took a long, long time to develop. Um the Braves are about to give up on him, um, but this season he has been incredible. He has really made a huge leap in 24 starts. He's got 16 wins. He's got an ERA below three, so Kyle Wright making some strides. I think he's going to pitch well again today, and I like Atlanta to beat up on Colorado after you, losing yesterday um, at home. They'll take care of business and get the job done. And the last one today, I like the Dodgers to cover their run line, plus one and a half against the Mets. The Mets are favored heavily against the Dodgers today. The Dodgers shouldn't be this big um of a of an underdog against anyone. That's minus one sixty-five. The Dodgers are going to take care of business plus one and a half. I like LA to take care of the the D plus one and a half and get the win today. Or not get the win, but cover, if not get the win today against the Mets. That's wrap it up right here. We want to thank everybody for listening. We want to thank Coach Shiver. We thank Coach Young and also thank Taylor Griffin for his time. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be heavily previewing some high school football as we've got some games in our area tomorrow. Um, I'll try, weather permitting, to be at middle school tonight, LCO and Bayou Blue. No promises, but I'll try to be out there, and if so, we'll talk about that as well. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. God bless.
0: You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.